0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is episode number 32 of 8 Sleep Podcast in Repeat. I am your host, Dave Taylor, and to my immediate left is Dave Taylor. How you doing, Dave? I'm outstanding today. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to have you here. We're going to talk about a lot of stuff today. Uh, a, a, a interesting Raw with uh, what they're doing for the Elimination Chamber, uh, the Mixed Tag Match. Uh, on a, on the Tuesday night, the the SmackDown show, you know, there's a lot going on there, and uh, the Corey Graves Booker T thing, uh, a lot going on. Uh, we got some emails, Dave. Why? Well, uh, yes, we did. Uh, All right, we'll no, that. no, no,
1: no, no, no. What? What? No. What?
0: I was on vacation, and I can't take it. I came back
1: because I know you're not talking to yourself the whole episode. That would be ridiculous. Uh, Hi, everybody. It is Sean. I am here to Dave's immediate right now. Dave, the other Dave can leave. (laughs) It is episode 32 of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat. Bye, Dave. Bye, Dave. Hi, Dave. Um,
0: we, we have a lot I, I like to that today. Dave anyways he, he was kind of a jerk You
1: can't trust him He's got a weird look in his eye yeah. um, We do have a lot to talk about today uh, we got a lot going on But first of course We've got to tell you about All the different ways You can interact with us Facebook.com Slash ESPR99 Twitter at ESPR99 Send us an email ESPR at FM99.com We got those Thank you very much We appreciate it and of course, uh, there's all easiest way. Podcast apps in general, you can search ESPR. But on fm 99com you go there, right under the media tab. ESPR. it's Leap podcast. Repeat takes you to our newest episode and links you to our SoundCloud with all of our previous episodes. So, boom, there you go, thirty
0: two episodes of goodness. And, and, and by the way, I want to, uh, if you have a SoundCloud account, feel free to you know just hit that repost button. It'll show up on your feed and everything we appreciate else. appreciate it. Some people have been doing that, and we appreciate that. Yeah, so it's, it's been helping us a enough.
1: lot. We're getting we're a, a lot of our older episodes are seeing a lot of big jumps. And yeah. listens because people are going back through the archives, I'm guessing, because they're just finding us. Yep. So that's cool. Appreciate that a lot. Seriously, tell everybody you can. Hit that share button wherever you're going to share it. We appreciate it. I don't care if you go tell your next-door neighbor. Just do something. <laughs> tell somebody. And if you use iTunes or anything like that, please review. give us a review, a review yep. because that helps us as well. Um, but this is Eat Sleep Podcast repeat, and we got a lot to get to today. Uh, we will, you know, let's go ahead and start with just some results. Uh, well, not results really, but we'll just go over the happenings of the week from the weekly programming.
0: Yeah, because um, I, I got some raw gripes. So, so, cause, okay, because I, right. I, I know you want to go because we talked about some things off the air. But, yeah, a little but, bit. But, but uh, I, I, I get a bitch session. So.
1: All right. Well, we will start with Raw Monday Night Raw. Uh, I will say that immediately, I liked the opening promo. the um, uh, The opening was good. I liked the quick little promo videos for both uh, um, Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns. I thought it was a nice touch. And then we go right into the match. and It was a yeah. good, decent match. So, a bit predictable. Yeah, yeah. We we, all kind of knew Roman was going to win. We know where the line's going, yeah. Right. But still, good match, and I liked that it was just different than what we're used to seeing in the opening. Yep. So, that was fun. Uh, A couple other things I noticed from Raw. The triple threat match between Cena, Elias, and Braun Strowman. Here's my big beef. The match was fine. All the guys worked hard. Nothing bad, really, with the match. Is it just me? Elias beating John Cena should seem like a big deal. And it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it mattered
0: at all. Well, be- because it was a triple threat. See, I, I, well, cause well, but you, I mean, you went on the same page with this. I think we hate this for different reasons. It's not, but, possibly, possibly, because but, but, I was bothered by this um, because because you have you you don't have all your qualifiers yet. Now I understand what they're doing the spot for next week. Right. You know, but you have. Well, a we match- should
1: say this triple threat was to determine who enters at number six.
0: Okay, so so you're not going to put Roman Reigns in this match and then you're going to and then you're going to leave out, you know, the the other guy. Um, which it probably doesn't matter cuz if you're the last one to get in, the four guys who lost their matches. Then yeah, that's fine. You don't need to be the last guy in. Yeah, you know, the match you are doing next week with Bray Oh, the and, final. And, yeah, the, yeah, the, the last final. chance. Yeah. But like I thought and I know Roman had to wrestle twice with the, you know, with the whole Jason Jordan uh Angle. Yeah. But um it just it makes sense. Like from like why could you do that match next week cuz you had to have a match with those guys?
1: I don't know. I, it di- it didn't make a lot of sense. You should have hyped it a little more. But again, that's yeah. what I go back to is we're in this thing now where it just kind of we just threw it out there. Yeah, and it should mean something when you beat uh, John Cena, but it just doesn't.
0: Yeah, well, it has sometimes. Okay, when AJ's done it, when, when Dean Ambrose oh, yeah. did it clean at SmackDown sure. in a great match. Yeah, and then they just throw it away. But I, that's I, what I I'm know. saying. Over the last like year or so. It,
1: it, he's his stock has been slowly declining, and I don't know what that's due to. I don't know if they're just not treating him like the big deal that he he was. or I mean, he should, should still be. Yeah, yeah. But he just doesn't feel like he's really all that important anymore, which is terrible because he's a workhorse for them, and he's capable of going out there and having great matches with everybody. But we, I'll say so this. The last couple hour? of times we saw him in a match, and again, I said this before, and I'm never going to criticize anybody for not trying to hundred percent. I'm never going to say that about these guys because I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know if they're nag- nagging injuries. I don't know if there's something happening. I don't know if it's just an off night or whatever. But the last couple of times he's been out there, he hasn't looked great. He's looked okay. You know, like, like, eh, it's just, I, and I don't know if that's, maybe it has something to do with the fact that he's wrestling so infrequently now.
0: He's a little rusty,
1: maybe. Maybe that's what it is, just not doing it all the time. The fire isn't quite there or something, but it's just not
0: what was some of it? And the, I thought the Finn match was good, but like, like, but Monday. Yeah, the Finn match was good, but I didn't think it you know, was great. You got Elias, who, who's not completely seasoned. You know, not used to. You know, they've had a match with the, the other match that they had with John. I thought was pretty good a couple weeks ago.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And again, I, I'm not saying all John's matches recently have been bad. Just the last couple yeah. have just. I'm like, what's going on with him? Is he in a rut? Is he just? Is he is something going on? Is he where? Is it an injury something? Maybe he's just having an off couple of couple of weeks. I don't know. It's possible. You know, it's all possible. I'm not knocking the guy. I know Big no. Match John is exactly that. He's well, yeah. Big Match John. He can go out there and deliver and an amazing and it, match. Yeah,
0: I mean, if you got him, I mean, obviously you're putting him in the ring. He's not you to just cut promos and then, you know, go back to the locker room or whatever else. Right, right. And so. I think that's a bind you kind of get in. Like with Roman Reigns, they're at the point where it's like, well, you can't just come out of here and cut a line or win one match. So, well, what kills me you know. is they can
1: have guys just come out and do something real quick and go away. They don't have to always be in a match because Which they, I they think did that guys with, hurt
0: those guys in the past. But
1: I think you have to give them some. But see, here's the thing: Cena isn't always even out there. Yeah, he's just gone, and then all of a sudden when he shows back up, and they remind you that he's a free agent and blah blah, blah you know. And it's like I, I think that hurts him because they did this sort of thing with Austin when he couldn't work when he had a neck in, when he was working on the neck injury, yeah. and before they knew how serious it was. And he would go out there and just cut promos, or he'd stun people, or he'd just interfere in something. He was always staying in people's minds and progressing a story without actually having to wrestle. And so it's possible to do these things. You just have to do them effectively is the thing.
0: And it may be if this is going to the Undertaker match that like they haven't figured out what to do in the meantime.
1: And again, you and I have had this discussion so many times.
0: The fact excuse. that you're trying to yeah.
1: fill time or spin wheels till you get to something else is not an excuse for poor storytelling. Yeah,
0: because it's not helping right now. And I think, no. I think that is the problem when like they have too many pay-per-views. Yeah, you, I can see that because you have rust. You got the rumble, and because and, before before the days of you know t- twenty pay-per-views a year, I know it's a little less than that, but just bear with me in that. But when it was like four or five a year, Royal Rumble happened. And then you had the long build to WrestleMania. But mm-hmm. now it's immediately, everything's going to happen now because we have a show that happens every Monday that's well, three hours to film. But it's so weird,
1: it's- too, because now they're trying to do two things. They're trying to, at the same time, build towards WrestleMania for SmackDown, right, mm-hmm. basically because that's where this is all going. But they're not really doing it. They're just kind of sitting there waiting on their hands because they're like, don't do anything to distract from Raw's build to fast Lane. That's almost how it well, feels. Elimination Chamber. Or it's, Elimination cause Chamber cause is lane, what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. I meant don't do anything to distract from Raw's build to Elimination Chamber. You've got to kind of pump the brakes until it's your turn. And that's I don't like that because that's we go back to I felt it's, like having two competing brands was kind of the self-competition they needed. But when there's this kind of – it almost seems – and I am I'm 100% could be wrong about this. It almost seems like it's this planned lull to allow the other brand to stand out more while they build towards something – and I don't like that, because it should be, no, it's their responsibility to put on a better yeah, show
0: than us. Two two separate brands present them that way.
1: Yeah, that's how I feel about it. But in any event, uh, you did bring up uh, um, Jason Jordan and the tag team thing and everything. And the tag match with Jordan, my big gripe was this. Why? Why? Why even do it at that point? Because... Why have Jordan – like, you, they could go out there but have have them lose, but why do the Jordan thing when he – I thought they were continuing to have him involved because they planned on him being back in the ring soon. He just had surgery and, and, on his and, neck.
0: And it's going to be a while. Yeah, so I was like, well, then why did you even bother at that point? Well, like, I, you, I th- but I think you needed a storyline to get him out of there. So, you know, he gets grounded by his dad, basically.
1: Yeah. Right? No I, no, I get that. But, I mean, I, it just didn't – I don't know. It left a bad taste in my mouth because you could have found another way for Seth and Roman – to lose that match without the 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 very uh, non finish well, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, but
0: you get the DQ. You, you, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's them. dumb. It is. Well, it, it's is lazy. Dumb. It's lazy.
1: What you could have done, what you could have done, this would have been. I, if you're gonna go with a screw job finish anyway, why not do something where you go, oh, let's go. Um, they beat Cesaro and Sheamus, right? And they're celebrating. They've got the belts. Yada yada yada, and then. Somebody else, Stephanie, whatever, some some heel figure, or even Cesaro and Sheamus themselves, go th- file a complaint or whatever, saying they had a rematch clause for Jordan and Seth, yeah. not Roman and Seth, and the t- titles go back to Cesaro and Sheamus. Gets heat on those guys for booze for being you know such sore losers, and then you got the t- the whole thing away from Cesaro or from Sheamus and, and or Seth and Roman, and you can move on from there. But again, I just don't. It didn't make any sense to me, and I didn't like it. You know, it was just kind of meh. And, again, more more Roman Reigns, which I just don't always know is a good thing. Did,
0: did you know I was filling in for uh, for Jason Jordan on the house shows?
1: Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, Finn Balor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, it helps, man. You know, that's but- a pl- that's a plus for all of you out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I I do kind of get worried a little bit about the bar losing momentum. Yeah, every once in a bit while. Because with, with what they're doing here. I mean, yeah, obviously they had the victories and mm-hmm. stuff, but, like, but they need to fight, like, somebody else because it's going to get stale. Well, I
1: think eventually you'll start getting some teams coming up from NXT because they just brought in – like, we, should, we shoot, we never even brought that up before. Um, we'll discuss NXT here in a little bit, and we'll discuss some of the recent signings and everything yeah. uh, that are big, big deals. So um, uh, we'll get to some of that a little bit. But I think you might see one or two teams come up from NXT. Maybe they'll get something. Rev- it seems like they're trying to give the revival some kind of momentum.
0: But they, uh, but we knew what was going to happen on the twenty fifth anniversary show. Yeah, and, and, I, but that I, I forget.
1: I sometimes I just don't take those into account when I look through history because I'm like those st- those kinds of shows stand out almost like the Mixed match challenge type thing in that they're usually filled with nonsense and it's not the same as everything else. But the problem being that they do them on their big
0: shows and yeah. that's what sucks. Yeah. Um, it, 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 what what SmackDown has right now is what Raw doesn't have. Is well the tag teams, but mm-hmm. like like even like the Jabra type tag teams, and I hate to say this with like the Ascension or Brizango, but mm-hmm. like somebody that like you know can put on a decent match, but like we're like yeah, no, I agree. We're you know th- these teams can get wins or something.
1: And this is where I laugh when people say, "Oh, they need to have, they need to have a women's tag team division." I'm like, cause they no, can't no, even no, get not. the guys right. No, <laughs> no, do not do that until until the tag team division on both brands is red hot and just percolating over you'll stay away from the idea of tag teams for women
0: because right now like they they get nothing for the new day. Yeah. You nothing. Know, you know, they're just cutting promos and, and putting, you know, and, and you know, and they're mad about, you know, with the whole popularity ranking. Oh my god, we'll go over that too.
1: <laughs> um also on Raw, Asuka and Bailey, it was a good match. It was short, a little shorter than I would have liked, and I don't like that they're just blowing through these matches that should be pay-per-views. Um Sasha and Bailey should have been built up as huge contenders to dethrone Asuka's undefeated streak, uh, to, un- to undo it, that were just blow th- blowing through in one raw to the next. Yeah. And yeah with almost no fanfare. And that's ridiculous, considering that Sasha and, or I'm sorry, Bailey and Asuka had one of the best feuds and best matches from NXT's whole run. Those
0: matches in NXT and, and, and Sasha and, 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 and Bailey's. Sasha matches, and Bailey, yeah. And, and they're like, well, you know, because what, what, what do they hold out for? I mean, it's, uh, you know, the Elimination Chamber, you know, know. you have, they have the ladies. And sometimes, yeah. you know, the matches are great, but it's, it's the stories where you're just kind of. And finally, I'm
1: going to say this, speaking of ladies, Alexa Bliss inter- interrupting Kurt Angle. That whole thing was dumb. It was dumb, and it was awkward, and it ended stupidly. It just, it, just dumb. I didn't like it. I kind of got a kick at it with her complaining, you know, her gripe and everything, and then when she dropped the line about Brock Lesnar doesn't have to defend his, and yada, yada, yada. and I liked that she had, and this is, for me, that's, that's, for that was me a good point. this is key when you're a bad guy, is you're trying to weasel out of things, but you can't seem like You just the 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 things that make you hate hate people the most is when there's a little bit of truth to what they're saying, so that you're like, "Mm, mm," like you're so mad because you can't really refute what they're saying, you know. But you hate that they're saying it. And she was doing perfectly. She had the line about how Brock Lesnar doesn't have to defend his belt. So why does the she goes Why does the women's uh uh, champion have to defend hers, but the men doesn't? And then he goes, Well, Brock Lesnar defended his at the Royal Rumble, and she he goes, You haven't defended yours since October, and she goes. It's not, I don't make the matches. Nah. You do. And again, boom, that was a great point from her. And I'm like, this is good. Like, I wonder where they're taking this. And then they went all over the whole thing because he does this weird poll of the crowd. And she goes, I'm leaving and just leaves. And you're like, what the, why? It what was, was building what was the up. It was like, okay. Yeah. And, and, and then, then, then they had nothing He had the been end. like, He's
0: just like, you know what? Let's do a match right now. Tonight you're going to wrestle... You know, and just throw out a random name. I would have thrown out any
1: of the women that, that yeah. are going to be in this thing. I'd have been like, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm going to put you in the ring with, I don't know, pick any one of them or two of them or three of them or whatever yeah, yeah. and say, if you win this match, you do not have to defend your belt at Elimination Chamber. You know what I mean? That, do that, something that like that. That's great. That would have been... Exactly. Yeah. That gives you some stakes and whatnot. Or even say say something along the lines of, um, if, you, if you win tonight, you don't have to defend your belt. At elimination chamber, but if you lose, you enter number one. Yeah, you know what I mean. Give her some stakes so that she has to really consider whether it's worth it or not for a second, and do something along those lines. How, how it ended was the worst thing I've seen in a while. It I, was really bad.
0: Now no, they did they did set up at least you know Naya and Oscar, which is kind of weird because like Naya I wins. I I, I I it's like it's it's because I, it, they got they're keeping out of the chamber, but it's like but you're keeping I, I, it out
1: of. But it, it makes no sense to me. Because they've been kind of building towards this split of Oscar or not Oscar uh, Alexa and Nia for a yeah. while, and they pulled the trigger on it once or twice, and then they're just randomly yeah, back together. Yeah, yeah,
0: and Now they're buddies again. Yeah,
1: and just... so and then now he does this <laughs> random thing where it's like, oh, she's going to be in a match, and then if she wins, she it's, it's a triple threat at WrestleMania. Okay, hold on. Two things. Why?
0: And secondly,
1: um, secondly, because I, I that that's really lame for Oscar who had to win the Royal Rumble, yeah, yeah. and then again. I don't remember Asuka saying she was challenging Alexa Bliss. Does anybody else remember that? Because I don't. Yeah, she, I remember she, her standing she hasn't in the ring.
0: because that, thats when uh, Ronda came out. Yeah. Right. But she didn't choose, nope. and, and nothing happened. And so, like, we're just—we've skipped a whole bunch
1: of storytelling in this situation. Now, and the thing is, that upsets me. But there's a lot going on in the women's division, and there is some storytelling happening, which is absolutely the opposite. <laughs> Of what's happening over on SmackDown and that crap fest, which oh. bothers me because SmackDown is used to be my favorite show and it has become the last few weeks the worst show I watch every week and that's a bummer. That is a real bummer. And they have great
0: ladies in that show, amazing ladies on that show, and they just can't do a damn thing with them. You know, they, they haven't give. They they need to figure out at at, at some point. Because the girls in the riot squad are great, but but they're being so underused right now.
1: I, I've got these
0: Becky Lynch underused. Char- oh, for sure, Char- Charlotte, Charlotte. You know, uh, but even as
1: a champion, she's being underutilized. Yeah, she's not doing anything. You know, and then I've got, I, I literally, right here I, in big letters, I've got my notes here. Yeah. It says SmackDown, and right underneath of it, right, it says sucks. Those are my notes <laughs> oh. right now because I'm so angry about this. Um, with the women's division, it's just terrible. And like you and I said, it seems like they're just spinning their wheels till they can get Ronda Rousey there, which, by the way, we had this big debut and nothing's happened since. No follow like, up. We haven't got any. I mean, I'm not saying she has to be there. I'm not saying I need her to be involved in the ring or anything like that. But she can't cut a promo. We can't get a video. Yeah, she we needs can't to be get cutting promos. Anything? Vignettes. Give me some vignette. do not want to be wrestling necessarily. Show hype videos from her in in fights and judo and this that and man, build up what a badass she is.
0: You, you know, you know what I would like to see. It, it won't happen, but I I would love to see her be a Paul Heyman guy girl.
1: That would be great. Because, oh my god, that would be great. Because, it won't happen,
0: but it'd be great because because he can he can sell that like like. To anything. Like, yeah. seriously, Vince he needs to... She, she do cut a promo. Have Paul do it.
1: Vince needs to look at this like she's my female Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like she is going to ruin everybody, and that's what she should do. She should come in and destroy people. And here's my thing. I'm ha- I'm split on this because I'm halfway hoping for a really, really good match between her and Charlotte at WrestleMania, and then I'm halfway hoping it is a flash knockout kind of finish where she stuns everybody and beats Charlotte quick. You know, and just puts the women's division on notice. Man. She'd be the Asuka essentially of SmackDown
0: or whatever. Would you make her? I guess you, that'd be a champion right away.
1: Yeah, why not? Go ahead and do it. and Let her just run through people like Asuka. Like the whole goal with Asuka, you know. And then people have to go back to the drawing board. How do I deal and, with and then with she, her?
0: She only, now, see, I'd be fine with her only and that like only wrestling on pay per views. Like they do with the Brock, I'm fine with that. Because you have to keep it special, yeah. You know, but but every once in a while, it's like, hey, I'm going I'm to be on SmackDown next week, and I'm, I'm you know, if somebody well, wants, supposedly you know, she's on a
1: full time schedule, which means she needs to be on the shows, yeah. Which uh, now she does not have to wrestle on all of them, nope. and I don't
0: think she should. No, absolutely not. You got to keep it, but special. but be
1: there, be involved, be be out there in some way, capacity or form. And again, this goes back to Bra- to Paul Heyman. He'd be great at that. Oh, man. Like I think isn't this isn't Lesnar's contract up after this mania?
0: Yeah, but he might I mean I don't know if he's uh, he very well, He very he very well may sign. We, we may not. know. know. But if he PL. doesn't, that would free up Paul to be yeah. with Ronda.
1: Oh man. You know? The so promos. I don't know. The promos would be so good. Oh. oh my god, they'd be and so and good. And what
0: that would do for for women's wrestling. And, and I don't I mean cuz there's nobody, I mean it's been, it's it's been on the up and up. But yeah. to, to put it over the top, or, or something. I mean, there, there's that for I mean, her I can, to I get her over him.
1: I can picture him talking about how, like, she's not just she's not the newest member of the women's division. Yeah. She's not she's not a, a fierce competitor amongst many. She is the leader of the pack. Yeah. She is, the, you know, the alpha female. Like the, those kind of things that he he would be able to sell her
0: so yeah. hard because people would be. Was like, where do I buy my tickets? Like, yeah, because you want to see yeah. that. because you want to see. Like when I know people some people complain about Brock and they get sick of it or whatever else, but the matches are great, and you want to and you want to see him? You,
1: you cry in, all you yeah. want Suplex City is still a blast, yeah, I still enjoy it when yeah. we go to suplex city
0: and and, and and he takes a beating through the tables yeah, and does. everything else yeah. I, I, I mean, it's just like and okay, I'm like he earns that let
1: her let her be relatively dominant. I mean, I'm not saying nobody should be competitive with her at all, yeah, but why don't you have her let her be let her be relatively dominant? and I'm saying like. Build towards next Survivor Series or something and give me Asuka versus Ronda. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Give me that. I want to see that freaking match.
0: Could, could, and have, yeah, have her go through, you know, every you know, pay-per-view, it's a different girl. Or, you know, if she happens to, if you have to have her on TV, on SmackDown, yeah, yeah. you know, do what they did with like Nia Jax where it just, you, you just give her some local talent. And,
1: Which, by the way, I love that WWE's back to doing that. Because they stopped for a long time, yeah, because, and it would yeah, just be Zack Ryder losing every week. or yeah. And I'm not knocking Zack Ryder for that. There's Everybody's got a spot on the show. But it automatically... It, when they do this for squash, ma- squash matches, they automatically separate their talent from the jobbers, which yeah. is good. Because even Zack Ryder and guys like that look a step above the jobbers they bring in now. Which is good, because every time I see Zack Ryder, I don't immediately think jobber when he comes out. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good thing. So it helps those guys and it allows them to establish those kind of matches well, they want. What
0: to do with the Bludgeon Brothers. Now, they tried out with the Ascension, but the Ascension were just kind of awful. boring. Yeah, awful <laughs> but, is the But the, the word Bludgeon word. Brothers, you know, 2 a match, and, and you kind of look forward to that. It's like, okay, what jobber are they going to crush this week? Because in that way, it doesn't hurt, you know, the Kurt Hawkins or the Zack Ryder's anymore right. of, of, of the world and stuff. Um, and so that way people can still go, woo, 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 you know what?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll move on from that. I'm going to bring this up. This is actually at the beginning of SmackDown. They keep teasing Daniel Bryan's return to the ring they keep doing it and i tell you this they'd better be willing to deliver like this might he i hope he's actually medically cleared to wrestle and this is all you know you know what i mean is all fluff to just get to that point because if you're doing this and you are not prepared to pull the trigger on this even if i'm not saying don't bring him back full time give him a light schedule Give like, him a like, Shawn like Michaels a C- schedule. A Kurt
0: Angle schedule. A Kurt Ang-
1: well, maybe. But, I mean, <laughs> give him the Shawn Michaels schedule towards the end. He only wrestled pay per views. He didn't do house shows. He didn't do most televised of things. And he wasn't even on every pay per view necessarily. But do something along those lines. If you got to do something, you, you can let him wrestle again. Because if they're not willing to do this, then what they're doing is, is taking advantage of a really sad situation. And I don't like it because there's certain... I get it. I understand certain things are up for grabs no matter what. And if Dana O'Brien's cool with it, then the rest of the world can deal. But I just don't like it because if you're never going to give me the payoff on that, then just rubbing it in my face sucks. And if Shane, if Shane was a villain, a true villain... I'd be fine with him taking advantage of that and using it to get booze if Daniel Bryan was cool with it. But he's not. He's not coming across like a villain. No,
0: because he's feuding with
1: the two top villains in SmackDown. So he doesn't seem like he's trying to get booze. And if he's not trying to get booze, then what's the point of that if you're not teasing an actual return?
0: Do you want to run down the SmackDown results so we can dive into that whole fiasco with Owens and and Sami Zayn and Shane? Uh, we
1: can. Real quick before I do that, though, I just want to point out the Top 10 List is the dumbest thing in the world. It is so stupid. Why? Why does it exist? It's, it's a complete and utter joke. It is. Well, the
0: New Day. I thought did a fun job, kind of like making fun of it. Yeah,
1: great. They're gonna do that every week because (laughs) that's not gonna be fun every week. And it just. First of all, I thought when they announced this thing, it was for allow superstars to vote and determine these rankings on which superstars determine uh, deserve opportunities. Yeah. Why are the champions on there? And why are they in the top few spots? Like I don't. Except for the Usos, Usos way down behind uh, 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 the the New Day and everything. Which now here's the thing. At first, I was like, "What the hell?" And then I remembered. And they said this on commentary, too, which was nice. It is a fake list, first of all. It is also a list that is, quote-unquote, determined by the superstars, not us. So it's not even like they're pretending like we voted this way. No, no, they're telling you the superstars did. And commentators did a good job of this. They said this basically boils down to a popularity contest. And the Ustos came out last week and ran down a bunch of other tag teams. So I'm sure they weren't voting for them. And I'm like, okay, great. You know, okay, that makes sense to me. But Randy Orton, why is he even on the list? Um, and there's other people that, like, AJ Styles is at number one. That's great. That's cool. Um, there was other people on there I remember seeing, though, that I was just like, I don't know, how are they not higher, how are they are not lower, whatever. But then I stopped and I went, who cares? It's not this a real list. This list is poor. But it doesn't even serve a purpose. Like,
0: why is it even there? Uh, unless it leads to some Chris Jericho thing. Um, I, I don't, yeah, you know. no kidding, right? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be nice. Like, oh, this list, yeah. So we can dive into
1: it. I mean, really, it's the only match I felt like worth talking about. The rest of them were, meh. Nah. Um, this is my note from this match, okay? Ready for this? It was, ugh! <laughs> because the match itself was good. The match itself was good. Not knocking that at all. No. Very good match. But I 1,000% knew they weren't going to give us a real ending because... I, I was I was so sure. That's a sure. crutch for
0: them, and, and he's you know it's like okay, number one match with the
1: and, with the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens situation especially. But you're right, this has been a real thing for them lately.
0: With, with uh, Luke Harper yeah. and uh, AJ Styles last year, and then. Mm-hmm. But it just it.
1: I, did, I I'm one of those people who doesn't always believe that predictability is a bad thing. Like we all called Shinsuke winning the Royal Rumble. Loved that it happened. It,
0: it's the journey. It's the journey. Or, it's telling or, me or, yeah. the story.
1: I don't care that I know this guy is going to win if you tell me a good story getting there.
0: The the Brock and Roman thing, that's going to be different. That's a whole other story, (laughs) and it's awful. That's
1: a picture book for adults, and it's terrible. Um, (laughs) I just... I'm so... With this one, though, I'm just like, you're not going to give me a one-on-one. It's not going to happen. I know it's not. But you're making me go through this match, which I'm sure... I almost had... Remember, um, not the same thing, but just the idea... But this was better. Back in the day when they, they said Shawn Michaels, who had the US ti- or the world title and the European title, hadn't defended the European title in forever, yeah, so he yeah. had to defend it against Triple H. Yeah. And they but were like, the setup Oh, was oh, great. oh yeah. yeah, this setup was great. <laughs> then they did the match and they do some fake like running yeah. around the ropes and everything. And then he just lays down and pins him. And <laughs> it was like, okay, now that was a screw job finish just because they weren't gonna give you what you wanted because they're the bad guys. But this but that was great. I loved it. Like that was that was that. Well, made, and
0: it even took a while to get to that match because Owen Hart would come out, this, you know, and all. You that should have, you give me
1: something like that in this yeah. match. Seriously, like have them come out, look like they're ready to go, and then troll all of us. They're not going to, you know what I mean? And then they both go in over and slap AJ Styles in the sand. Yeah. Purposefully to get him to attack them or something along those lines. Do something along those lines to get the non-finish. Don't give me the long match and then a dumb move by AJ Styles
0: cost the mm, mm. now we get a triple threat yeah which i'm fine with because it'll be a great match it, it will be i mean i mean the match at the rumble was was better than we thought it would be why because AJ styles because AJ styles <laughs> and i mean the other, Sam, and don't and, think and, 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 and kevin and, owens are amazingly talented i'm not taking anything away from them either but but you have a guy that has to work you know in a situation where it's one on two but not two on one at the same time he has yeah. to fight you know yeah and here he's got well i keep. But where does this go with Daniel and Shane? Because that, because you know, because Daniel they comes have out, to have a match. it's a trouble threat, and Shane's yeah. like, "Oh, now you're, th- you know, you're favoring them," and it's just Got to be. It there.
1: has to result in the match at some point. It absolutely has to, because yeah, when, otherwise, when it, this is I
0: mean, dumb. I mean, uh, well, I mean, they got a long way to go to a payoff, you know, payoffs, Cause, because because yeah. payback's not till you know March. Oh my gosh, I know.
1: What do you mean, fast lane? Fast yeah, 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 yeah. Payback's, yeah, after, yeah, WrestleMania. paybacks after WrestleMania. Yeah, payback's after WrestleMania. Yeah. So that's not until like May. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I, b- hey. By the way, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad the Bludgeon Brothers got the Usos finally, but don't, don't blow this off at bet. You know, that should be either. I don't want to take a WrestleMania match where there's like four teams involved or whatever. I don't want that at all. No, I just let those two let them two fight at WrestleMania and just.
1: I'm fine with it if they want to have the first match before then. Just sometimes because you want to make sure the match is going to play out well on paper. Yeah. And so I'm I fine with that, if like they, they want the to do one match, match at Fastlane. And then that one, if you want to do a screwy finish or if the Usos just barely survive yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Fine. And then have the big match at Mania and let them tear the house down. Because I really feel like they're capable of doing it. Harper, especially, is way, way, way underrated. Yeah. And those guys work really well, surprisingly, with small teams. I don't know why. They I, just I guess he could pick him up. Well, I mean, not <laughs> even just that. that; like they know how to work with them, like offensively and defensively, because yeah. remember back in the day, the, Uso, the Usos wrestled the Wyatt's and everything; it was just, it was good stuff. Yeah, it was. you know. And I mean, both of them have gotten better since then. So,
0: yeah, it was, you know, and, and and I'm just always hoping that Eric Rowan can stay healthy. So,
1: always hoping, always hoping. It's, re- it's really weird when he shows up here to work. Yeah, because uh, cause, really cause I, cause,
0: cause, I, cause, you know he stopped doing the podcast when when he came back.
1: Yeah, it's so strange. You think about that. It's timed well, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we're talking about guys jumping around doing flips and everything, 205 Live! 205 Live. I watched it again this week. This is a streak, folks. too. Yeah. Two times in a row.
0: Yeah, I, you, you beat my current streak because I, I right. got some catching up to do. It's, but yeah. I have a good reason to watch you from what I understand.
1: Yes. Uh, I'm going to say this right now. Um, great opening match. It was Lindsay Dorado and Calisto. Um Really fun. A lot, they did you know, Lucha Libre stuff, but they also found ways to make it not Quite what you'd expect. Like they use n- normal American spots. Okay, or, so
0: not the lucha Rebe where it's like five hundred moves. That no, happen no, and then no. You're standing up like nothing. Happened. Yeah,
1: they're not kicking out of out of, <laughs> out of constant finishers and this, that, and the other thing. And okay. I'm not n- knocking the style necessarily. Don't blame me. But I'm saying to an American audience that comes across a little weird sometimes. So they found a way to mix the two, and I thought they did a really, really good job. Really freaking good.
0: Wow, that's good for Kalisto. Uh,
1: Drake Maverick, Rockstar Spud, uh, the new GM of 205 Live was just ripping into Drew Gulak and Tony Nieves. Oh my god, like it was. Awesome. Because they're standing there and he is ripping into goo like he goes, what happened to you, Drew? And his accent, I can't do it. He goes, what <laughs> happened to you? He goes, you used to be one of the most ground, like grime, like dr- driving to the ground grapplers of this whole division. You know, you were feared. And he goes, now look at you. He goes, you have PowerPoint presentations and picket signs." He goes, you're a joke. And he looked at, because niece was laughing, and he looks at niece and he goes, I don't know what you're laughing for, muscles. He goes, <laughs> you have more physical potential than anybody on this whole roster, but you're content to walk out there and go, one, two, three, four, congrats, you have abs. He goes, both of you have decided you're content to be jokes. And he was like, but that, because, but that's, that ship has sailed. I'm done with that. Next week, it's Tony Niece versus Drew Gulak, and both of you better show me something. And I'm like, awesome. fan." There's nothing wrong with a little comedy in wrestling, but those two guys are way too talented, and the division itself doesn't need that right now. The division needs to be taken seriously.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's been part of it when Drew, when Enzo was there and he was like trying to to figure out, you know, what that was about. But it it did allow, but, you know, Drew kind of became this thing a little bit where, you know, you kind of got this, you know, the presentations and everything, but it's like, okay, but like backing up, he had some good matches. I mean, there had been decent, but now, you know, what I understand now, it's more... Focus on the wrestling aspect and less of the personalities of the, of the right, bits. Right. And I thought, but again, I think
1: Maverick right away has been an amazing addition to the show. He's fantastic. And everything on there has been worth watching so far. And the one thing I like, I'm going to, a couple of things go into this episode that I really want to talk about. They, the main event was uh, Hideo Itami versus Roderick Strong. I, I got to go watch. The, that. Oh, yeah. And, oh, but I, by the way, crowd sucks. F you, whoever, <laughs> Kansas City, I think it was. Maybe I'm wrong. But if that's who it was, you guys go home. You were terrible. Um, But then they uh, th- okay, they showed a hype video for Roderick Strong. He'd never been on 205 Live. Yeah. This is his debut on the main roster, essentially. And they showed a hype video for him that was really a condensed version of what they've done in NXT. But I was like, awesome, awesome. Give him a sympathetic background and a way to portray him, like familiarize the crowd with him before he shows up tonight. I was like, that's great. It's almost like they're taking cues from NXT. And then Dave tells me when I walk in today, hey, I found out why you like 205 Live so much. It's because Triple H took over. And I'm like, oh, funny how that works. Yeah. So uh, that's been pretty great.
0: Uh, it is where the Hideo, because they, they're going to build him up at some point.
1: Hideo, <laughs> we'll get into him because he's in our listener email here um, from Jeffrey. And actually, you know, we'll go ahead and get into that right now. First of all, the match itself, really good match. Not Hideo's best. He actually had a match with Roderick Strong a few months back. Well, say a few. It was a while back. On NXT, that was better. Um yeah. He seems to get really apprehensive sometimes about re- going in on people and 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 being the Hideo we the Kenta that we all yeah. know and love, right? And I think part of it is because he he he's injured more than one person at this point. Um, and I think I'm wondering if because I think he accidentally injured um what's his name um oh god Brian Kendrick yeah. And I, I'm wondering because since then it's like okay, well now he's doing it again. It his seems tentative like. is moves
0: it and... is
1: is that what it is? Is he worried about hurting people? Is he getting talked to? Is he? I, I don't know what it is because right towards the end of his NXT run, he was finally being the Hideo Itami we needed him to be. Yeah. He had matches with Roderick Strong. He had matches with um, you know, a great one with Aleister Black. Just I mean, fantastic. And like it's like that's what we need to see from him, but. You know what? It is what it is. And who
0: did uh, Roderick Strong was showing up last night? Who saw that coming?
1: Only one, and it was great. So go out of your way to see that match if you can. I'm just looking at the time, realizing we got to get out of here Um, because somebody else needs a studio from us (laughs) because it's two o'clock. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we do this on Wednesday afternoons, folks. It's the way it is. (laughs) Um, But again, so we got that. uh, The main event was awesome and everything. And this ties into our listener email. We got uh, stuff from Jeffrey. He asked us, Hey, guys, I noticed there's quite the heat going on around Booker Team Corey Graves. Could you all go over that? And why doesn't WWE like Hideo Itami? I'm going to be really sad when he leaves because I love watching his older stuff, but damn it, they don't care. Um, I don't think that it's that they don't care. I don't think I think it's that he's not showing them anything. He's not being what they need him to be. He he, as far as I'm concerned, and a lot of people are going to hate me for this. He has been the worst investment they've made over the last several over the last couple of years. I,
0: you know, I know because it's here, here's, here's one thing I think we said this before. You, not everybody's going to be a world champion, right? You, you know, Sami Zayn, great talent, probably never be world. Pro- champion. Probably never be world champion. But but he'll you, be remembered
1: you, like Mr. Perfect and and guys like that. You just he's not yeah, going to be the yeah. champion. Put
0: on solid matches and stuff. Um, but I think sometimes it's it's on the talents themselves. Uh, Drew McIntyre with the first time, the first mm-hmm. go around, yeah. you know, had this potential. You know, did some dumb things behind the scenes. Baron Corbin.
1: Um, and he didn't really step up when he was in the ring either. That was part of it too. Yeah.
0: Where he was just kind of playing, and then he, you know, he got yeah. stuck in a three man band thing, and which like, actually Rose.
1: was great for him, I think, because it I, actually helped him develop some personality. It, it did, yeah. Um, Ethan uh, Baron Corbin's one of those guys that's in that, but he's in that spot right now where he needs to deliver soon, or that boat's going to pass him by. Yeah, like he's really he's right there at this. This is. This is his time and he needs to step up. If he doesn't, it's going to walk the, the, he's going to miss this opportunity and he may not get another one.
0: Because like for some guys it worked like like the Shield. I mean, obviously that Roman Reigns was the golden boy mm-hmm. in that, but Seth Rollins, he was kind of revolved. Seth Rollins
1: and Dean both both it, blew it, up from there.
0: Dean cuz you know, it, it Dean's been my favorite from that group, but I think because his personality Because you're all a 19-year-old so well. girl, I get it. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but look I, look,
1: I understand what you mean.
0: But with Hideo though, and you see, you know, the injuries he's caused. Yeah. And,
1: and he's gotten – he's been injured several times too. And I don't know if that's something that he's worried about as I, well. I, and
0: I think, you know, people worry about that with Seth, I think, when he initially came back because, I mean, he's doing great now. But the, for a while, I think they kind of held back with the fear I think a little bit. But incident. the problem is
1: Hideo's never gotten to a point where he doesn't seem like he's not holding back anymore. Yeah. He's only had a couple of matches. Um, and when he talks about the announcers, uh, first of all, I want to point out 205 Live, it was really, really nice to hear two announcers just calling the damn matches, not arguing with each other. Not, not, no squabbling, calling the damn matches. That's the other change. Fantastic. Um, um, it's who does it now? It's oh darn it, Mario. No, it's not Mario. It's a different guy.
0: Oh, Mario's on NXT. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I can't think oh, of his God, name. I, uh, it's the guy he was on. Uh, he did Nigel Mcginnis. While, yeah.
1: Nigel Mcginnis is the other guy. And then, yeah, the guy who was on—I can't remember his damn name—and now I feel bad. no, but he's
0: good though. Because I, I oh, he's I, great. I, he's I, I kinda, really, really kinda good. I Missed him on the, on the other show.
1: He's— uh, let me see if he's on here. Maybe it says it right here and tells you who it is. Um, Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph is his name. I don't think he was on
0: SmackDown. No, that wasn't. Who am I thinking? Maybe, I maybe I'm thinking on? Um, maybe I think you are thinking yeah, tomorrow. but he's yeah, on NXT. Okay, he's great. Yeah.
1: Vic Joseph and Nigel McGinnis, they're a great team. They work well together. I enjoy them. Um, so I'm happy about that. It, it's the, a
0: different product, too, which is, you know. Well, no. and I'm not saying
1: every commentary team needs to be like this. No. It's just refreshing to hear one where they're not arguing the whole time on a three-hour show. It was amazing. Because
0: it does um, take away from the match sometimes.
1: Uh, it's one of those things where you asked us about Booker T and Corey Graves, and I can tell you there were numerous times I talked to Dave about this where I'd get furious because they're too busy trying to correct something Booker said and arguing with him than they are about calling what's in the ring, and that hurts the stuff that's happening in the ring. It is not helping whatsoever when we're too busy trying to figure out what the hell Booker T is trying to – and I'm sorry, Booker. He blames Corey Graves apparently for him losing his job on the Raw commentary team. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say you suck. That's why you lost your job on the raw commentary team. You're not—he's not a good commentator. He's—I love him in the panels when they put Gr- him on Gr- the pre-show the panels. panels. He,
0: he, he can dissect something
1: really well. I can't—I can't stand it. Well, because those are a more loose environment, yeah. And he's—we're not relying on him to sell a match. So if he gets a little off the wall, yeah, who cares, right? But I can't stand him on commentary because he just says random crap sometimes. that doesn't make any sense. And Corey Graves. And I'm not gonna knock Corey for this. Corey would hear him and go, What the hell are you talking about? And he would tell he'd call him out on the mics for it. And I'm like, Good. And I bet you anything he's being told to do that. Well, yeah, I wonder. Because like, these guys like, don't just get to say whatever they want. Yeah, if yeah. he was supposed to stop, he'd have stopped by now. And
0: I don't know, that's all like on Booker T too, they're like, Hey Book, just just kind of talk about this and go off and whatever, and then Corey's gonna say Well, I mean they they do
1: say some things and then Corey you know, Cory'll yeah. jump on him and I think I feel like if they didn't want Corey correcting him they would have said, "Corey, stop!" But,
0: but- he, he did get a ticket on them I, I, again and. Uh- on Monday, I think it was. We're talking about like you know, oh, doing local radio. Is it was a line He kind of, he didn't mention Booker's name, but yeah,
1: I don't remember what he you said know, either. and
0: it Booker T is was... kind of like you know, well, if I see you, well, you're not backstage, but if I see you in the street, you know, I'm gonna, I'm coming for you.
1: He, he had some yeah, he did some interview where he was talking <laughs> about like, oh, I'm just saying that in a in a fight, you know, I'd I'd whip that boy up and down and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, what the hell does that even
0: matter? Because I mean, it can't lead anything. Corey can't wrestle. No. And it does, who cares even if he could? It's not a big deal. And, and, and not like a sidetrack here, but, you know, if, if you when you watch these matches and you miss, like, the announcer's job, you know, I okay, sell pay-per-views, but two, sell the wrestlers in the ring. And, and if you go back, like, go watch your old primetime wrestlings in the ring where, you know, there, there'd be these matches, but, you know, the Gorilla Monsoons or the Jim Rosses of the world would sell that wrestler in the ring. That's why, you know, JR is so respected. You know, those old Mankind matches or Steve Austin and – they would sell what was going on. You know, when Vince yeah. was there, it was, you know, he would, like, the old Saturday nights Main events or whatever, but, you know, you made it, like, a threat. Like, this guy was, you know, when Hulk Hogan was fighting, like, Harley Race. Now, okay, you know, Harley is, like, they made it almost seem like it was going to be an upset if Harley won, but they sold the wrestlers, mm-hmm. Jesse Ventura. You don't always get that nowadays, and it's so frustrating with some of these guys who could be bigger, but they, they, they poop on them.
1: I, I I'm fine with a little bit of bickering when you have the heel commentator and everything. I'm fine with that, but I don't want to, I, I don't want years. it to take over yeah. what they're to, what they're doing out there. Um, I actually love Coachman back in the role. By the way, we got asked about this. I forgot. I think last week by Chris Williams. Um, uh, Coach back is he's been fantastic so far because I remember what is a uh, Corey hates Sasha Sasha Banks and he's going on about her and they're talking. about I can't remember the two commentators were talking about something she did and Corey uh, or Coach is like. I don't know what you two are talking about. She wants the spot, and she's going to take. And I'm like, perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Like he's addressing it. Coach makes so much more sense than Booker. He makes so much more sense. But there's a reason for that. He's a sports analyst. That's yeah. What he does
0: and a- 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 Corey bringing up a great point about her. You know, because it- oh, I-, I-, I can't figure out like if he's so a heel funny. In her face. <laughs> it's so funny.
1: Well, you know, it's kind of it amuses me because he's almost in the same role, and I'm not putting him on the same level. So don't give me that hate mail. Of the brain talking yeah. about Hogan. Because he hated Hogan forever. And then even when Hogan turned heel, he hated Hogan. Yep. And he was like, I told you. I told <laughs> you. Right? So it's almost the same thing where when she turns heel, I want Corey to be the same way. But like, I've been saying it the whole time. And nobody's been listening. You know? I, that's what I want she, from him. She steals the spotlight. Right. She's doing
0: everything. Well, yeah. And, and that's what she's going to do. And I, And I wonder, like. You know, with like the Nia Jacks, like, not that she's going to interfere in the Asuka match, but right. if she doesn't win the Elimination Chamber, is she going to, yeah, you know, yeah, find I a know. way to take it out on her? I don't
1: know. Uh, by the way, I think Corey, Corey made some comment. He said, Thus the expert in battle moves the enemy and is not moved by him, Sun Tzu. And then he said, Yes, this is what you think it is. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. It's, oh, that's man. pretty funny.
0: Um, but, but hats off to him for. for taking what i thought was you know uh, a career that uh, ender. He, a career ender, a, ender yeah. and and now becoming a guy that he did uh,
1: 16 hours of wrestling commentary over the week with the Royal Rumble that's how busy that guy is for them he has become one of their go-to guys yeah. like that's insane. And good for him.
0: They do have a, a talented team because you know, you know, they got like the Renee Young who doesn't, you know, she doesn't do the commentating. You know, she did
1: on NXT, yeah. But,
0: but, um, but you know, all the behind the scenes stuff she's doing. You know, the panel shows that she's doing. Uh, you got him. So you do have some new, fresh faces and stuff. You, yeah. you know, because I, I, you know, I mean, Michael Cole is obviously like the. I mean, he's not Jr. But I mean, he, but he's no. the but he's the guy that's been there not a long time. that he's the
1: veteran. And speaking of fresh faces, I, I can't remember. Did we ever talk about the new signings?
0: I feel like we might have we talked did. about. We him. Did. We did. Yeah. The, yeah. the girl. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we did <laughs> we see. That, we We did debut.
1: see EC3. That was kind of cool. EC3 showed up at NXT. Yeah. That was neat. They showed War Machine on camera. That was cool too. And I think they called him War Machine. I'm fairly certain they referred to them as War Machine. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then EC3 was called the EC3, and I'm like, ooh, yeah, please. Please, let's keep these names. Because EC3 is way better than uh, Derek Bateman. Yeah. Way better. And War War, – I'm sorry, War Machine is not War Machine if they're not War Machine. Like, that's Man. that's oh. almost like trying to take the Legion of Doom and naming them the Road Warriors. Or, or vice versa, you know what I mean? Like, it's why change them when it works? And, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, whole nine yards – the, the names work fine, but like, just why? Leave them the way they are. War Machine works perfectly. Let them be what they are. By the way, did you know that one of the guys from War Machine is dating? Um, oh God, what's her name from the uh, root from the Riot Squad? Oh help me, help me! Uh, the first rapper not... looking one.
0: Oh, oh, her? I can't oh, think of her Oh, damn
1: it. This yeah. is going to kill me not being able to think of her name. I know her name. Yeah. But she, it's always uh, one of these yeah. moments where you want to talk about something and yeah. you, you, it just escapes you while you're talking about uh, not, it. Not,
0: um, I, I can't think of her name either. But Not uh, Liv Morgan, not no. Ruby Riot,
1: but... The other girl.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> the other girl. Who was great in the bubble. <laughs> yes, rubble, her. I the thought, other girl. The way, I, like oh, her yeah. Outfit. She looked really good in the bubble.
0: And, 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 and I got to know someone who made her outfit too, by the way, so it was pretty awesome.
1: So. Um, Sarah Logan. Yes. I couldn't think of her damn name. Sarah Logan. Yeah that's who it is um, and just real quick before we go I want to address this real fast uh, mixed match challenge so still, yeah, oh. still the most fun television or not television oh, but fun, but fun like this week always um, um, every off. week it is yeah. gold uh, rose gold needs to stay a thing yes Ups, get rid of absolution and stick with Rose gold they're amazing the,
0: Mandy Rose who knew she had this personality because when you get in the faction you know but it takes time I want I, to I want oh, this yeah, to slow sure. want this slowly develop yeah but but she's gonna be somebody maybe in the year that We're gonna finally be paying attention to uh, the Purcelli is gonna come out, in, and, but the promos with Goldust, there's like three or four of them that she did good. beforehand, and uh, wow, yeah, I um,
1: agree.
0: And, and, and working with Dustin uh, Reynolds is uh,
1: that helps everybody. Yeah, that helps everybody. Um, it's a super fun match. Go out of your way to watch it on Facebook if you can. Naomi man, the whole thing was good. Go yeah, whole thing was good. The, check the out.
0: ladies steal the show last night. Well, it but well, they all were great. I mean, they and, were all with Jey yeah. Uso and, uh, and Goldust were, but Naomi doing some stuff that. You know, you don't. You know, just some of the moves, jumping over gold dust, and uh, I'll leave it at that. Just, yep, yep, great
1: move. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at Lana. The best, Lana number <laughs> one.
0: one. Lana, <laughs> the yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, the promo afterwards too. It's fun. Don't, don't cut fun. the don't cut your browser out too early. Stick just, around for just, the uh, russov's uh, promo. It's,
1: I mean, it's nothing earth shattering. It's just fun. Yeah, um, hey, don't but worry. again, <laughs> it's just, yeah, just again, super fun mixed match challenge. I love it every week. Uh, so that's it. If you want to get in touch with us, let us know what you'd like to talk about last week, or if we missed anything you wanted to hear about this week.
0: We did miss something. I want to gripe about oh, Rusev we'll losing to Bobby Roode, and uh, why is, uh, why? this is kind of bothered me. They 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 should be Roode different. Just road. got the title. I know, I know, but like give him somebody else. You know? I don't know, all right.
1: I mean, I don't have a big gripe with it. I mean, I don't love that he lost, but eh, he was the match lasted for a while. I just wish Orton hadn't RKO'd all three of them. Yeah. That was dumb. He should have just RKO'd Rude and got out of there yeah. because there was no reason reason to get English and uh, Rusev as well. It was like, okay, buddy. Thanks. Go away now. Done with you.
0: Well, maybe it's a tag match for next week. And I don't then, care. You know.
1: I don't. You know, just... Yeah. I don't. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, ESPR at FM99.com or, again, Twitter at ESPR99, Facebook.com slash ESPR99, and, of course, FM99.com under the media tab. ESPR right there is Eat, Sleep Podcast, Repeat, which is what we do. And we'll be back next week for episode 33 to Ooh. Eat, Sleep Podcast and Repeat.
0: Repeat.